With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Social media at Joel Fletch SEN. Anytime you like, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. But Brian, wasn't it great to talk rugby league again? Yeah, it was. Round one, few upsets, few favourites, few teams looking. How would I say this? I think they're looking <laughs> winnable. <laughs> The run home with Joel and Fletcher, all thanks to Hyundai Tucson Footy Live in 4K Ultra HD only on Foxtel and make your own rules at any time. Fitness at uh, just repeating the book, too, and repeating the news. Billy Dibb, who it was a big interview here with us uh, last week, he said, I've received the most beautiful news today. My scan came back clear of cancer. So, and he goes on to say how grateful he is, etc. And it's just wonderful, awesome. wonderful news. Awesome. Uh, Brian and I have been buying the books, uh, which we'll be giving out as well as soon as they are. Uh, so you're buying them in um, pre-copies. Pre-order, yeah, on billydib.com. A true heart, Billy Dib's autobiography on billydib.com is the way to do that. Just repeating contributor of the day, A-grade hat, thanks to Country Trucker Cap, Signet Power Boost, they had at 45 bucks and a three-day double pass to the Newcastle Supercars event on March 12. Right, let's get into this, shall we? Rabbitohs 27, Sharks 18, no Nico Hines down there at Shark Park. Brian, thoughts? I thought South Sydney were very, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Clinical. They didn't go to their famous left side no. of Latrell, Cody, and AJ, which we had Campbell Graham on last night, and I said, mate, was that – that was a bit of a game plan. He says, no, 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 it just happened. But I, me thinks something's up there. I reckon they've worked on their right side because mm. uh, they were going down the short sides. I thought South Sydney, considering they were down to 15 men and looked comfortable the whole the whole game. Okay, so I missed this game. This is one of the games I missed. Why, why were they down to 15 men? So they had two uh, off the kickoff. To Tola got, yeah, basically head clash with Dale uh, Fanukin. So he was gone after 30 seconds. And then Jai Arrow did a hemi. Hamstring. So uh, down to 15. And they basically, I think Blake Taffany got the last 10 or 15 minutes. So they were always in control. Cookie was brilliant. Very, very good. And then the kid, uh, Lachlan. Ilias. Ilias, who, um, you know, the noise about Adam Reynolds this time last year. Remember everyone was saying, oh, why'd they get rid of him? But, yeah, he's certainly – in his second year, he's certainly – He's got something. Yeah, he's a first He's a grader. tough kid. His yeah. defense was probably the highlight, but attacking-wise too, I reckon they've held him back a little bit. Like he's – he did score a good little try, but he's not overplaying his hand, which is always a good sign. Oh, you reminded me. So Lachlan Ilias went to a school that – so my young blokes at that age where he's sort of they, – they're going for scholarships and all those sorts of things. And so you have these interviews with various schools. Mm. So Lachlan Ilias went to this particular school that he was having this interview at. And Rugby school? <laughs> Yeah, rugby school. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, um, so it's all going well, or you feel like it's going well, and and then um, that they ask, you know, this school's a Christian school. Uh, are you into your Christian? You know, would you go to scripture or non? He goes, oh, non scripture. I'm going, oh, that that's not the right answer, mate. You know, but anyway, the next question was, so um, so mate, who who's your role model in life? Who's your role model? You know, he goes, Cameron Munster. 
you know. And, and you could argue that Cameron Munster and how he's bounced back, yeah. yes. That's you could fine. argue that. But it was just at the time. But how old is he? Oh, he's only 12. Yeah, 12. 11. What, what else was the answer going to be? Yeah. You know, you're not going to turn around. I mean, I'll, mine's Penny Wong, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But you're not going to turn turn around and say someone political or no, or something like that. No, he was being honest. Yeah. yeah. But it was just quite funny at the time where you feel like it's going quite well and then yeah. all of a sudden, bang. Oh, no. I know. I'd imagine all those kids would say, yeah. going for well, sporty kids. Well, like, say, uh, Mike Cannon-Brooks, because I love what he's done with Scott Farquhar at yeah, Lassian yeah, over the last five, yeah, ten years. Yeah, the bullshit radar <laughs> yeah. goes off if that happens, Of course. I know. Oh, I'm taking. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking money. Yes. <laughs> Rabbitohs take on the Panthers Thursday night. Now, reports said that Latrell was a bit, how are you going after the game, injury-wise? PCL was the word. Okay. PCL, ligament in his knee. He did look a little, a bit ginger, but then he came back in the second half. Taped him uh, up. Taped him up. Did nah. he, was he heavily involved in the second half? He wasn't no, heavily, he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't heavily involved at all. Uh, he kicked five from five. Yep. He was playing up to the crowd, which is always good. Oh, yeah. so he'd kick a goal and he turned around and did the old, what, as if, because yep. yeah. they were heckling him. He loves it. He loves You've all got that it too far stuff. left. No, it's too far right yeah. now. <laughs> it was no, great. Yeah. It, what did you think, Brooks? Because I, I was, I mean, Cameron Murray was very good. Um, uh, Kalal Matangi was, was very good. Yeah. It, you don't really watch a South Sydney side often and see three tries down the right. So for all. Campbell Graham's saying was just, yeah, what we play, what we see. I don't think so. Well, so was that Ilias? Ilias put mm. – uh, Ilias scored one. Campbell Graham scored two. Oh, they said they had four down the right Long side. Long my scored. Yeah. Could have had, they could have had a double two. Yeah, with that little grubber the... through. Sharks were good. Braden Trindle was very good, I thought. Was he? Yeah. yeah. He's he's a first grader. So if you're somewhere. doing your ratings on the moon, Brian, you're not adjusting the Sharkies down. No. No. No, there was a few – I reckon he's putting a little bit of pressure on Moylan, though, Trindle. When, really? When uh, – oh, he was kicking goals. I know we got Nico back there. Oh, but so thought, you could see a Nico potentially, a and Nico Braden. Braden combo. Well, Braden was – he was the Sharks' best player. There was, was a try he? that the football – like A-League would have been appreciative about. I think there was eight kicks involved between yeah. um, Kennedy and yeah. Trindle. Like it, it just reminded me of Schifoletti in the old days for the Steelers. He used to do the toe-throughs and <laughs> oh, stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I thought no, but like the Sharkies. Can I, can I just ask one question yeah, yeah. just for our listening audience? Why were you talking about toe through kicks and you're impersonating riding a horse at the same time? Yeah, oh, because I was sitting down, so my leg was going. <laughs> it looked like I was a jockey, but yeah, yeah it was. I, I think the Sharkies lost nothing in that. I think the Rabbitohs were very impressive. Yeah, both Sharkies sides. Sharkies bombed two. Yeah, Mulatalo. Yeah, bombed a try, but. Saved one. On so Isaac both Thompson. absolute contenders. Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Just by the way, this like you watch that game, and then you watch the Tigers and Titans game. Huge difference. So get them on side. We tip at the line, and I'm also in a tipping comp, which is at the line, and you have a best bet where you nominate it and you get double points if you get that right. I left home to catch up with a mate's birthday, 44. No, she's, no, she turned 47, and she said, I'm born on the same day as Ray Price. She just kept saying, I'm born on the same day as Ray Price, and she was right. Brandy's birthday as well. I said, Brandy will be most unhappy about that, that he's not getting a start. But anyway, happy birthday, Jen. And um, so I left, and I was just like, you beauty. Yeah. First best bet of the year. Kaching, 18 points to nil. Cowboys leading the Raiders. What the bloody hell happened there? Yeah, they would just took the foot off the gas. 
I mean, Canberra were good. They yeah. took their opportunities, but um, Cowboys look slick. Very slick. Started well. The Started Raiders well. bench sort of brought them back yeah. into it. Gula, Horsburgh was on one. It was a revenge game for him, ex-Cowboy. Yeah, that's right. And Tommy Starling looked good as well. Levi yeah. Starling worked, I think, Yeah, no, what I they, saw. They, they were, yeah, Raiders were impressive to come back at that. But I think the Cowboys took a foot off the gas a little bit. There was a stage in the second half, gents, where I think it just didn't stop for about 15, 20 minutes. Mm. You know that origin feel where it's just going back and forth. Mm. You see a team sort of encroaching in terms of kick returns and Canberra was sort of ha- gaining that momentum, just couldn't capitalise. And it, I, I was surprised at Canberra's comeback. I thought the Cowboys could have just rolled on. They kept Tamo off. They sort of ran with 15, similar to the Bunnies there. Well, Parramatta only used 15. Yeah, it, interesting to start the season. But, yeah, I, I, I thought the Raiders definitely, like, coming back from there, that it, like, it, it's exciting that they can do that, to peg back the Cowboys, who were on one to start with. Uh, and people were saying maybe the Raiders are the big sliders this year. They did well. Mm. Uh, we'll catch up with Shawnee from Sportsbet a little bit later in the program. But seven and a half start, the Dolphins are getting versus Raiders in Redcliffe. No Rapata. He's out for three. Mm. Is that the wrong? Like, the travel feel, too. Travel. On the back of the Cowboys last week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Seven and a half seems big. It does seem big. And they're back at Redcliffe. Yes. That, game, that will be at KO Stadium. That'll yeah. be yeah. chaotic at KO Stadium. It'll, it'll be a sellout. The, the challenge for the KO. The KO. Yeah. The challenge for the Dolphins is getting up emotionally like Yeah, of course. That's very, very hard to do. But who better than Wayno? But so, so you know how we, we muck around <laughs> Wayno with this? from KO. So, so we muck around with this moon analogy. So if that's worth three or four, Redcliffe the stadium, mm-hmm. and it's seven and a half. That means on the moon. It's four and a half. It's 11 and a half. 11 and a half on the moon. That's not right. Canberra are not 11 and a half points better rater than the Dolphins at this stage of the year, are they? No. No. I'll have to agree with you, sugar. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you're, you're, you're getting in early, aren't you? Yeah, I'm getting early. Uh, <laughs> Seagulls got in early, 31 points to six. Seabold still hasn't lost a game. With the Seagulls. Yeah, the two two trials. <laughs> yeah. They won the challenge there. 31 points to six. And very disappointing, the Bulldogs. Very. Considering the one try they scored was very suspect. Mm. The the kick through hit the post. Lacked a little bit of cohesion with the halves. Is Burton out now at six? I don't think so. We've been saying this. But they've got no one else. I know. Who are they going to put in there? I don't know. Personally... And he, and he seems hitched to the wagon. And as I said, who am I going to question this bloke? But I, I've i got to have real art fullback. I, I thought the kid did nothing wrong last year. Mm. Or he's, he's a footballer. I just think, for me, he's either in the halves or he's fullback and centre is behind all of those options. What, what do you think? Well, they've got big raps on Perham. I know Serrano's come out a couple of times. He was a Penrith kid. I didn't know. Perham? Was he? I don't play for Para. Warriors. He was for yeah. Warriors. Well, they did he come and pl- try of have a year at Penrith? He might have. I heard pa- Para. No, yeah. I knew it was a Para. But oh, I heard yeah, Serrano okay. talking about him saying, anyway, um, but it was the Tommy show. Tommy was under eights again. I love oh. when he gets in that mood where he's just pushing blokes out of the way, pushing front rowers out of the <laughs> under way. Under eights again. That's what he. You know, he when was. He just, he just he's everywhere. He was. It felt like the Bulldogs lacked in the middle. And you can't 
you got to make your tackles in the middle when you're playing Manly because they've got those inside-out plays with Jake and Tommy and Lachlan Croker was getting out out of dummy half. Mm. I, I thought it – and, and even Cherry was getting involved with the support play up the middle. I think they really, the Bulldogs really need to work on that going forward. But, yeah, Manly just looked – it looks sleek. Brookie, 3 p.m. Yep, couple of big games coming up this week, of course. Cowboys and the Broncos at Suncorp Stadium. Who do you think would be the favourite there, Brian? I would say the Cowboys. Broncos are favourites. Yeah. Geez, things can be turned on a dime, can't they? Raiders um, have the Dolphins at Redcliffe, as we mentioned. I can't believe they are seven and a half point outsiders as the home side. No Rampana for Canberra, who will be out for the next three weeks. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is a way to have your say. Keep the text messages coming through, 0457 736 736. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Plenty of sport. We got lost in the rugby league, Brian, but there was so much sport happening as well. Yeah, the cricket, obviously. Paddy Cummins won't be going, won't be playing in the next test. And the Waratahs. My Waratahs. Next Sunday, same time, same place. DJ Vasilovich with a three. And they come again, the Tars. Looking for points differential. That's a slice kick wide for Mawani Tawasa, who gets away from one, gets under another, and plants it. And he is about ready to take down the biggest stars on the PGA Tour. Step aside, all you superstars. Kitayama's in the winner's circle, finally, on the PGA Tour. Up to Labashain, two to win, using his feet up and over the top of mid-wicket. He'll seal it with a boundary. He does it with authority. Flavishane, 28 not out. Head, 49 not out. Australia win nine wickets and a famous victory at that. Roberto Firmino. It's in. It's seven. With 10 career wins in six seasons, two years later, he's heading to victory number 36. Max Verstappen dominates the Bahrain Grand Prix and takes victory at the season opener of 2023 with a superb drive to lead home a Red Bull 1-2. Yeah, there you go. Formula One of Bahrain, Max Verstappen, 21st career pole position and uh, went on to take out the opening race of the season. He is just in such a groove at the moment. Red Bull are in a groove. Sergio Perez comes second, so the one-two for Red Bull to get them off to a fly. Aston Martin on the rise. Alonso came third, and Lance Stroll sixth. Oh, he's back, Lance Stroll. Yeah. After the pushy incident. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, he comes sixth. Daddy's still... uh... Daddy's still bankrolling. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Baruch Assault. <laughs> Australia wins the third test by nine wickets. Travis Head steering the Aussies home, which makes the selectors look a little bit how you're going, leaving him out of the first one. 11 wickets for Gary Lyon, Nathan Lyon in the test, including a career best eight for. Um, awesome. Now, just, just on this, Gibbo, well, this is your sort of forte. And we always hear about the record of India at home for test matches and clearly not too many draws over there because... Rain's not usually a problem. So what is it, 42 of 44 or something? They had one. Yeah, something crazy. They hardly – I think the last time they got beaten was a few years ago against England. But they're just such a tremendous team at home. They play – they really suit the way they like to play. So they got some good spinners. They're like you got your Ravi Ashwin, you got Jadeja and Axar Patel who can all bat as well. But uh, I think, um, you know, boys, they they rate the pitches – so the ICC will uh, review the pitch after the game, and it was given a poor rating. So whether or not that changes anything. But if you remember, boys, the third test was actually moved from Darum Masala to indoor where they were playing. 
So, I mean, what sort of shape was that pitch oh, supposed to be right. in? It was the outfield. Yeah, it was the, it outfield. Was the outfield, yeah. Was the, do they do that after every test? They give it a rating? Yes. So do we know what happened in the first two tests? On the moon it was. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> were those ratings? I think they were all sweet. They were sweet because India pumped us. Exactly right. Yeah. Too much power. Well, it's it was good. Not enough speed work. It was good for Australia because that win essentially means we have qualified for the World Test Championship final. Huge. Now, good. there's a small... Say if we go on to win this fourth test, then the fifth and deciding test will be the World Test Championship, which we would probably go in as favourites over in England because mm. it's a lot similar to the conditions here. Correct. And that series, the Border Gavaskar Trophy, is moving to five tests, I think, next time India come out here. So it's it's a good little warm-up. Hopefully the boys can continue. So India are definitely – are they in? Uh, they need – Sri Lanka need to, I think, beat the Black Caps in both matches, yep. and then India will miss out. But they, they're not going to miss out. Gotcha. I think because they won the two matches, they qualified, didn't they, Gibbo? Like part, they, Sri Lanka can't pass them. If I, we kept losing – yeah, I think I, we're locked in, aren't we? We're, we're definitely locked no, in. No, no, Australia, India. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so. But there was, I think there's a small, minute, you know, mathematical yeah, likelihood. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's going to be pretty good. And I mean, the talk around now, boys, is Steve Smith. Is he the man to be the captain? Uh, the team looked a little calmer, I would suggest. And a lot of people are saying that. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, it brings the best out in him, definitely. Yeah. His average is like sixty. I th- oh, he's that always right? he's got a as ridiculous. Captain. He's got a ridiculous average as it is. But I think he um he averages like sixty as captain, which yeah. is huge. Well, average. his fielding was, and he's oh that catch. He's quite aggressive when he sets his field too, but they won't drop. Pat, no, Pat, no, 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 not, no, definitely no not. Just on the uh, makeup of the team, so. And India boasts around the fact that, you know, we've got great spinners and we bat deep. And do, do we need to just – I know they're world-class bowlers, but do we just have to go with a deep batting team and throw the spinners out? Like, do we need to have the four quicks and uh, – In India? Yeah. Uh, well, in India, we haven't been playing with four quicks. We've been playing three spinners. Uh, Cam Green comes back into the side. But did he we do that up. from the start, though? Uh, we had – I think two. we had two. We always had two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I think the makeup of the side was shown in the third test that that is the test that can. Uh, sorry, that is the team that can win. Yep. So I don't think we really need to tinker too much. Cameron Green, I think he the is the man. The object yep. is the mm. man because yep. uh, he shores up that lower order. And let's not forget, usually like Mitchell Stark and Pat Cummins, who do play in that side, are quite handy with the bat. Uh, just over in India, I think they're a little bit underprepared, but. It's going to be an interesting uh, series finale, which I think begins later this week, right? Mm. Yep. Yeah, they can draw it. And I th- back to what you were saying about the team going forward, it's massive. We've got the, the final and we've got five Ashes tests back to back. So the makeup of the team, it's going to be interesting. It's going to, the first test is going to be at the Oval and then all over England later. But this is a really important time for Australia to work out what they want to take to England the team they need to stick by. Yeah, does Smith captain? Does Cummins become vice captain for this? It's going to be massive, these six tests against India and then the five Ashes. Mm. So they need to work out we what they're going to do. We need Hazelwood fit. Yeah, Warner's, Warner's elbow, he's going to be out a little bit like in terms of it's going to be – He's gone. I Ricky Pondy came out and he said if he had ambitions to retire, it was after the Sydney test. So he got the big score – 
Yeah, in on Melbourne. Boxing Day, the double ton. Mm-hmm. And then that was your last home game. To be fair, like, besides that 200 he scored on Boxing Day, which, let's face it, South Africa were rudderless pretty yeah. much for most of that series. He, he has struggled. And so I guess with him, David Warner could easily go around the world and play in every single T20 comp and absolutely fill up. Whether or not he still has a desire to play, he's going to go over to England where Stuart Broad pretty much has his number. If he wants to, st- yeah, I, I, even Travis Head has showed that yeah. he could easily be an opener. There's, there's are some young guys around, but I don't think, I don't think he'll go. You don't think so? No, I reckon that's it. Head jumped in. We've won that Test match. He, he and he's like the Bazball equivalent, yep. right? Travis Head. He'll yep. put our innings on. Like he, he's a good answer, right? I, I think. And his average. What's his average, Gibbo? Who's that, Travis Head? No, what's Warner's average over in England? Oh, it's not great. It's to be. Would fair, it be under thirty? Easily, right? Easily. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. didn't in the last Ashes. He he struggled quite a bit. Yeah. But I mean, Warner strikes me, boys, is like he's a pretty proud man. And I, I don't know whether or not he would step aside. I don't think he'd step aside, but I think now the selectors, like years gone by, he was first picked. And, yep. you know, mm. we're, we're picking him on a, on reputation. We knew that he wasn't great in England. Well, he's not great outside of Australia, really. I think now with Head coming in and he's been under pressure, this is the perfect opportunity for the selectors to say, oh, well, we've, we've won a test match in India. We're going to go this way moving forward. I've yeah. got no doubt that, it won't just be him waiting by the wireless for the team to be read out. It'll be them going to him saying, Davey, mate, they're not going to pick you. Or someone's going to go, be told to go and say, mate, I've got the team. You're yeah. not going to pick you. I don't think he needs to retire. No, but I think he will, mate. I, you I, I think Yeah, I think he would. If if he missed the Ashes squad, I think he'd be tipped off beforehand and he'd make a declaration that he's retiring okay. from Test match cricket for Australia. Could, could you easily see that happening? Yeah, I think so. I uh... Like what we saw of him in the big bash and then what we've seen in the test, I think he definitely could make that transition to be that marquee player for the domestic competition. Whether he wants to do it is another thing. Mm. I think he would probably just go bang. If if his test career is over, he probably will move on. Did you see the interview when they, they grabbed him back in Sydney and he was, he was a little bit antsy about yeah. They said, well, I'm not out of form. I've got 200. Yeah. He's kept going back to that to that. Sydney test. But enough of cricket. Can we talk about NBL? Can you talk about my favourite yeah, team? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Xavier Cooks. The Which Sydney <laughs> Kings. Mm. What's doing, Brooks? So it's the away teams who have uh, taken the first two games. So the Breakers went into the Kingdom, stole game one, then we went over on yesterday and stole game two back. Xavier Cooks has signed with the Washington Wizards in the NBA, the MVP. Can I just ask you this? Yes. Did he have to go to a combine or anything, or they've just picked him out? No. They just signed him because he's a free agent? He was draft eligible about five, six years ago. He yeah. didn't get drafted. He went into summer leagues post that season. Uh, didn't get snapped up. Came, oh, I think he was overseas, came back to the NBL, brained it. Now he's a, technically a free agent that's international, so it, it's just up to signing a contract. He doesn't have to go into a draft or anything like that. So his performance, there was numerous scouts out here during the season and earlier on in the playoffs. The Wizards have obviously liked what they've seen, offered him a very good contract for two years uh, that will enable him to finish the finals mm. and then fly over to the States for the back end of the NBA season. The Wizards are possibly going to make the playoffs in a play-in spot. 
they're not likely going to be in that top six that will guarantee a playoff spot. So he he should be able to get some game time, which is great because he's probably going to be a focal point of the Boomers squad for the next Olympics. Awesome. Awesome. But Kings, we're still we're still got in home court advantage. Yeah, game three in Sydney on Friday. In yeah, in control. In control. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's your sports update. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Uh, so much to talk about rugby league. It just continued all throughout the show. Our listeners, they were just on fire. Yes. Uh, boys, would love your thoughts on the revised Dallium voting system. A player can now earn six Dallium points as opposed to the former of three. Uh, seems like the NRL is again complicating the uncomplicated. Daniel from Prewood. Well, Daniel, you know what? I like it. And the reason being is that you average out or iron out any howlers. So, and it also too, it, it's, it's, you can have up to six people, um, jib, you can have up to six people, um, poll votes in, in a real close contest. Yep. You can have six individuals get a point each. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind it. I like it. I really do. Do yeah. we know, um, who the judges are? Got any intel? No, no. they're not disclosing I know, judges. Uh, Scotty Sattler is. Mm. I know Nathan Heinmeich was offered and he went, no, why would I do it? Yeah. All I do is. Well, he would under this system. He goes, because of he's anonymous. Of the anonymous. Yeah, yeah. and I said Anonymity. to him, he goes, I'm not going to do it because some shit radio station always <laughs> makes fun of me when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that serves you right, the G-droppers. Don't yeah, do, no bag right. my mate. Don't no right. bag my mate. Just on, uh, on that. So, <laughs> excuse me. Thoughts, Brian, Hit me. on last year in the round one, I bet you it's the same perpetrator. Last year in round one, a losing team member won the three. Yep. Should it just be, should it just be, which team, which player had the most influence on winning the game? Do you need to be from the winning team? No, you don't. No, I, I don't agree with that. But you've got to play out of your skin. Okay. You have to play out of your skin. Who was the man in the match in the Broncos Panthers game? Broncos Panthers. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I didn't watch it. No. But I suggest. A Ray, A Ray, yeah. Well, was it? Are you uh, asking me who got it? Who the child? No, 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 no. So what? What? Brooksy, Brooksy's investigation. So you class yourself as an investigator? Yeah, I'm investigating. I'm well, a detective. Uh, detective. Uh, more, yeah, more well, Osmosis. He's worked this out that Dylan Edwards must have polled three points from one of the selectors. How Because did, did two that? players from the game got four points, so you can't have two players getting two Correct. and two from the two judges. So. Payne Haas yeah. got four points as well, so it's likely he's got a three and a one. Gotcha. That's not likely. And it's Dil- it's Dylan fact. Edwards has got a three, three and, and a one. That's mm. yeah. Now, now it's don't confuse us, Brooks. You just enjoy the game for what it is. But that prob- enjoy the awards. No, I, I like it. I don't. Don't get me wrong. I just thought it, it was interesting. But, I was but, like, oh, they both got four. But this is where it makes sense because mm. in the eyes, of, if we went on one judge, they've got a two point lead. So, so for example. Edwards would have a two-point lead over Payne Haas, Payne Haas and vice versa. Yep. But now they're smack bang middle. They're both the same. Yeah, and it's like a second opinion. I think it's great. It's a second lot of eyes watching the game that doesn't know what the first person said. That's what Dr. Mark said. Second f- opinion. Always yeah. get a second opinion. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. And welcome back to this team. This trio of Woogie and Sats and Rat, how'd they go, Brian? I thought they were really good. There was a story there that a lot of listeners uh, wanted to hear the end of it, but unfortunately we cut Rat off. No, they were, geez, they were impressive. I, I thought we, we were speaking about this on 
uh, let it ride, saying they'd be up emotionally. Mm. Yeah. And we mm. thought, well, when they got it to half time, I thought, oh, that's, that was a good effort, 12 all, whatever, whatever it was. You didn't really think they I were going to cling on. No, nah. I didn't think. I, Should we, we shouldn't be surprised, but with what Wayne did with the Broncos in 88, yep. when he, they lapped the Premiers yeah. Yeah, by 40. And, you know, he's got a history of um, – Pulling things out of nowhere, mm. hasn't he, with yeah. teams? So. Oh, hang on. But, mate, that, <laughs> that's his party trick. No, I was most concerned about the halves. You know, I mean, you've got, you know, uh, uh, Sullivan who's, you know, played in a dominant side. He hasn't really had to, you know, I mean, you don't have to steer a side around when it's Penrith. I mean, you do, but you've got a lot of senior players around you and, you know, you know what you're doing and you go into a system that's already functioning and then you throw in a – Another young half who's never played in the NRL thought, "Gee, are they gonna, are they gonna do all right? You know, are they gonna be able to handle this?" Um, I, they did more than handle it; they mm. they controlled it, yeah, which I thought was great. Pretty impressive. And that, that I mean, that try just before half time was it, where um, Katoa mate ran on the fifth tackle, Jamana Saka, yeah, yeah and mm. um, you know, really just summed up the situation well. Just showed an amazing amount of poise and, and maturity for his age, and laid on a try, which mm. was great. Jeremy Marshall King, I thought, was, oh, yeah. was oh, outstanding. Best player. He's a good player. Isn't he? Yeah. Like, he's an old-fashioned mm. scheming yep. hooker. Speedy. Yep. Doesn't it go to show how important a nine is? Yes. Like, how, like that. Yeah. It, I just think it's the most important position on the field yep. nowadays. If you don't have someone who can give you, like, just thread at nine and just, yep. you know, have your markers locked in and your A defenders locked in, everything just comes flying out to your halves and then there's pressure on them, pressure on your edge players. You got a guy at nine like a Harry Grant or a Marshall King showed it on the weekend or a Sam Verrills for the Titans. Um, it just makes all the difference. They talk about Sam Verrills and the Titans. How good is it on Sunday afternoon? Still that Leichhardt Oval. Oh, it's outstanding! Well, I, I tell you, I, it's like the eighth wonder of the world for the for the, for the West Tigers, isn't it? The, yeah. That Leichhardt yeah. Stadium. We, run them, we, run them back towards. That? Run right back towards the Keith Barnes stand. <laughs> what gets said Hot more? Hot dog man uh, out the front. Oh, I'm going to give you what gets said more. Okay, yep. Leichhardt Oval is the eighth wonder of the world. Yep. Damien Cook is a beach sprinter. Beach sprinter. Yep. Or Billy Slater was a former track work rider. Yeah. What what yep. what do you reckon? Oh, eighth said? wonder. Eighth wonder. No, it's been going longer. I reckon Damien Cook yeah, is a definitely. beach sprinter. <laughs> there was a show on that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just on the beach sprinter, and Sats, correct me if I'm right. But, <laughs> correct but, me if I'm right. <laughs> no, but apparently um Jeremy Marshall King, I think you'll find he's clocked the fastest time as a number nine. Really? Really? He's quick. Right? What? In the league? Yeah. yeah, I believe so. No way. Wow. Yeah. Well, Dam- he's, Damien he's, Cook. That, his half-brother was pretty quick. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um, he's obviously in the jeans. Wally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sugar, where have you come up with that stat? It's just been sort of floating around. I'll, I'll bet you that's <laughs> oh, that, that's not convincing uh, at all. I would at say at all, Damien yeah. Cook over 50 gets Marshall King. I would. I know at one point in a given year, Jerry Marshall mm. King was easily the fastest dummy half. No, over. No. I, I think you needed over ten. That's all you needed. That's where you need to. Yeah, that's for dummy 15. half. That's right. Brad. Yeah, five meters, ten meters. That's you, it. You too. That's where you. That's where you want to measure the pace of your number nine. Sucking up each other. Now it's time for this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rat. You don't know much about this, but. Um, okay. I don't either because I've lost it. <laughs> yeah, well done. No, I did amateur. No, 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 no. Here it is. Here we go. Here we go. So, get this into you, right? A surgeon in the Gold Coast will be investigated by the country's top health officials uh, in, in Australia. Sorry, after he 
erroneous, erroneous, erroneously, <laughs> erroneously removed a man's penis what? after he wrongly diagnosed him with a tumour. The 30-year-old surgeon has since been accused of causing serious injury to the unnamed patient from Helensvale, which is in the Gold Coast region. The unnamed patient had his penis surgically remo- removed at the Helensvale St. Francis of Assisi Hospital (laughs) (laughs) on on November last year. The ill-fated procedure occurred after the urologist incorrectly diagnosed the patient, understood to be a man aged in his 30s, one month before the disastrous incident occurred. The amputation, however, went down without a hitch. So at least they got that right. That's right. <laughs> so, Rat, there's some weird stuff that goes on up in up in uh, Hell's well, Vale, I'm hearing. It, well, if you spend a bit of time on the Gold Coast, there's, there's plenty of things being added on, added on mm-hmm. and taken away from people. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, look, it's the first I've heard of that, but I'll, I'll steer clear of doctors. I, I've heard of that. Zone. I had an operation with a great Neil Halpin. Mm. I had my groin done, mm. uh, cut either side, and mm. I woke up with something else. Um, really? Yeah. What? Yeah. What was it, Brian? Uh, it's hard to it's hard to say this without getting in trouble. I've got a, uh, I've got a similar story to this. Burnt. Yeah. Let's say yeah. burning. Yes, I, I've got a, a, a burning a big a burning spot in a very tender spot on got, my exactly. Really? Yep. Yep. And I was like, "Is this a G up? Did they yeah. do this on purpose?" That's what I think. Because oh, I was I'm sweet. sure they did. So where's the where was the burning? And that was spot? iodine, Matthew, or betadine? Yeah. It was on a probably the most tender piece of skin on your body. Yeah. yeah. That hangs Where, off your body. Whereabouts? Like what part of it? Well, in the groin region. Yeah. If you could imagine. <laughs> like on the tip or yeah. Yeah. Top, oh. no, just yeah. under. Yeah. Top hat. Just under. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Think under of the top hat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> think, you, <laughs> think you're going to Ascot races. <laughs> <laughs> and no, you pick the like, this, this is a proper G up. Like no. I had I had a, my conjoint tendon repaired. Is this what Neil? Did Neil do it? No. <laughs> Man, I think he might have, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, he would have, sure. He was sick I think, for it. I think it was, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, but it was legit. I, I, I can't put a finger on exactly who the surgeon was, but I'll never forget that, just waking up. Mm. And just Like, my groin feeling not too bad, but then this other burning <laughs> sensation <laughs> being really uncomfortable Yeah. and thinking this has to have been a G up. Like, they could not have not seen what they've just left there. Oh, wow. Left the better Dean mm. on that spot. <laughs> Wasn't good man. Fun. He's a good man, Neil. He's oh, very good. fella. Yeah. Have you got any A grades? I've got a couple of A grades. Can I, can I throw the A grades in? Yeah. yeah. First one is um, last Friday, myself, Woogie, and Co- Daddy Vass Cohen went and played golf. And um, I think everyone's an A grade when you wear a golf pair of shoes and a golf glove and then over 18 holes shoot 121 off the stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with That's that. That's an A grade. You had golf shoes on. That is no, an A grade, Woogie. I do not have golf shoes on. You're a liar. It was uh, Thursday. And, and played at my local course, which is in Great Nick, and tries to blame the Greens. Mm. It's horrible. Oh. 121. It's the rat? biggest score I've ever seen. I don't have one, actually. Oh, hey, Rad, I've got another one for you. All right. If I throw this at you and also you, Woogie, if you go to actually, you don't shouldn't answer this because you spend half your life in public toilets, Woogie. <laughs> Would you go to a public toilet barefoot to go to the toilet? Oh, it depends what situation I was in, but yeah. if I had to yeah. choose, definitely not. Yeah, exactly. You would. Exactly. So if yeah. your shoes are there, you can or your thongs, you can put them on, go to the public. Oh toilet. yeah, I'm putting yeah. them on every day of the week. My A grade is uh, is 
Joel Kane. <laughs> Joel. On Saturday, just gets out in between the break, rushes to the public oh. toilet, bare feet. It's disgusting. Oh. It's not a real public toilet. No, 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 no. So it Brad, is a public Brad, toilet. Right, 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 right. Fill so, me in, Brian, fill me in. So fill, it's a Saturday, fill. and it was uh, scarcely populated, the SEN yeah. HQ here, Brian. It was basically just us here. Seven-day cleanings, by the way. Seven-day cleans, and I was barefoot, but I raced in there because I had no time in my hands, and I went the wide stance. It was all nice and dry and clean. And it was play on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about oh, the what about the, the random spray, uh, Rubik's that just fly oh, down? Yeah. There's a few, there's a few <laughs> random that's, Rubik's. That's oh. my worry. And the Rubik's just they're sitting on the urinal and they yeah. just float down. Yeah. And they land on your feet. Oh. And you go, hello, you Michael. Hello, Michael. And it counts. Woogie, have you got one? You got one? Yeah, uh, have you got a retort? Uh, no, our new producer, Daddy Vass. Yeah. Um, use the toilets here at work like, like Joel did, but ours aren't just for our staff. They're for everyone in the building. Went in there the other day with no shoes on. Mm. Everybody is is urinating in there. Yeah, and the other one is – No, it's susasting. But the other one is susasting. That's how Sat says it. Oh, right, you can't okay. speak Sussusting. properly. The right. other one is Dan off maths last night going back to the ocean. Oh. I, love, I loved it. What a jerk. How good was it? <laughs> Mm. Are you well, watching maps? I, I didn't boys? see that part. Yeah. What do you mean he went back to the ocean? No, well, he's got to get back to the ocean. He's leaving the show to get back to the, the ocean. ocean. Oh, he's that's love his of the true ocean. home. Yeah. Oh, or does he alone. surf or he swims or he's a. I don't know. But he goes to the gym for six hours a day. He's and an his missus' name is Sandy. And he wants to get back to the ocean. Ah, that is good. Have you noticed Evelyn, boys? She speaks quite normal until she mentions a partner's name. They should be talking normally, and then she go, Rupert. Have you heard taking the piss out? I think I'm missing out on something here. Yeah. So how are you going, how are you going, darling? What are we going to do tonight? Rupert. It's just, oh, mate. You don't have a pet voice for your wife, Joel? You don't have the... No, no, I don't, actually. No, no, she's got a pet one for me. Yes, she does. Yeah, the tone changes dramatically. I'll let you tell you Hey, Rat, we need an A grade. So do you know the premise of it? Yeah, I do know. I've got an A grade. It's, okay. it's a mate of mine. Yeah, mm. perfect. And he, he constantly texts into this show mm. about stuff about my personal life. Oh, is this Fitzy? Yeah, Fitzy. Yeah. <laughs> He's, just... He's the guy that ran up, rang up last week and said, hey, what do you think of Matt Sears? We go, well, yeah, no, good player. Quick, good fullback. He said, no, nah, no, nah, Matty Rogers is. Oh, well, he's so te- that's a Fitzy's talking he about. He just texts yeah. through, through here. Ask Rat about his hip. Yeah, yeah. What's happened exactly. there? Oh, mate. It was just, I, I just, I woke up in the middle of the night and I couldn't walk. And I, and I, so I went into the, I had to go into hospital and I had to have, um, I had to have like, a, like I was in proper pain, like, and I feel like I've got a fairly good pain threshold. Mm. I'm probably sounding like an A grade myself. I get in there and they did, they did a, roll, right? they, they, they put on, did, did an x-ray, did ultrasound, sort of saw nothing. I'm like, shit, there's got to be something wrong. I can't even walk. Language. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you forget you're on air. And, um, I ended up, ended up getting an MRI, and, and I had an eight-centimetre tear in my glute, and all the blood had sort of gone into my hip, and that's what was causing oh, pain. What in, so, and anyway, I, how'd you I, tear, I don't know. How did you tear your chaminda? Well, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I, 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 yeah, like I sleep pretty heavily. I said to the missus, there was nothing going on while I was asleep, was there? And no. She said no. I hit some golf balls on Thursday and oh, that's I it. felt fine, came home, watched the footy. Did you play golf with Fitzy? 
No, I didn't. Okay. No, no. He was meant he to play. He seems to know a lot about your life. He was meant to play Matthew. with us on Friday, but he pulled the pin. But he, okay. I'll play with him this Friday. I'm going to hit golf balls at him. I hope he's going to be in front of us. Can I just <laughs> say about your man Fitzy? He's <laughs> prolific on the text, on, on the Twitter with his dog. He's like, good work. He's he good. just peppers everyone with his beautiful dog. What sort of dog is that, Brian? That looks like a Ridgeback. Is it a Ridgeback? I'm not too sure. Yeah. Is that a Ridgeback? <laughs> Fitzy's a carpet cleaner, isn't he? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's no, right. I think he's gone into a different business now. He's he's doing um, earth moving equipment, buckets and attachments. You stay in crust, you stay in crust pieces. He's a hustler. Yeah, he gets around. Oh, yeah, Entrepreneurial. Yeah, yeah. A man of many talents. Yeah. Uh, can man I give you my A grade boys? A-grade. Yeah. Speaking of dogs, I took my dog down to the park, and there was what a sort of dog. I have Labrador. You have a fluffy little thing, yeah. Labradoodle. Labradoodle. Yeah, Pixie and Dexter. No, 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 no. Please with next. Please tell Rat. <laughs> the name of your cat that you lost. Oh, oh Jinx. Got cleaned up by Tarago. I've got a cat story that'll blow your mind. Yeah. But my, my, we probably don't have time for it today. But Yeah, we do. Anyway, go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Give us I, I, your... Before you go, is it better than your ass-tearing story? <laughs> yeah. <story? laughs> it's better than that. Well, he's got an 8-centimetre tear in his blurter. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the cat, Rat. Well, well, I had this cat, and it was a beautiful cat. His name was Bodie, and it was this Burmese kitten and mate it was like a dog it would come to the beach with us and everything sit with us and it would come in the car with us <laughs> that's weird it what? just it was a beautiful cat and the kids loved it and um i i'm we're flying to queensland this one day and i've got my my brother was staying at my house and and our landlord sort of came to check on the house um and as we're as I'm walking into the airport, they're, they're calling out, oh, Matt Rogers, you know, Chloe Maxwell, you, have, you need to board your flight. And like, we hadn't even gone through the gate yet. So like through the, like the, the security. security yet. So I'm like freaking out thinking, we've got to hurry. We've got to hurry. So, sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I get this phone call and it's my landlord. So I put him on speaker. And I'm like, oh no, I didn't put him on speaker. He, 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 He's, he's just talking into my ear and I'm talking back to him. And my daughter, who's like, you know, seven at the time, was in front of me. And she's like, oh, he's like, oh, I've just run over your cat. And I'm like, you've run over the cat? <laughs> and like, I'm repeating it back to him. And my daughter's standing right in front of me, crowded airport. We're in a rush. And she starts bawling her eyes out looking at me. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good. And, I'm, and then he goes, oh, I think it's dead. And I'm like, it's dead. <laughs> and then she just erupts. Sorry, Rat. So good. Sorry, so Rat. Cut you off. Sorry, oh. Sorry bro. We've got to go, honestly. <laughs> We've got to go. We've got to go. That's horrible. Oh. That's horrible. Uh, good to chat, boys. <laughs> oh. Hey, uh, Rat, pick it up next week, please, bro. Right. If, you don't have, if you don't have a nine centimetre tear in your other blurter next week. Let's not speak.